Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Our next guest is, I guess you can say, dealing with some uncharted waters, some unfamiliar territory. Why? Because normally he's doing radio in this time of the year. It's the division around. The Patriots are getting ready for a game. They're coming off a first-round bye, but thanks to Brian Flores and Ryan Fitzpatrick and then Mike Vrabel, Derek Henry, and Ryan Tannehill, the New England Patriots are sitting at home. He is the host of Mud at Night, Mike Matansky of WEEI, who was actually gracious enough and maybe dumb enough to let me come in and do a show with him a couple of months ago back in Boston. Mud, my boy, how you doing? Uh, boy, I got a whole week. I got nothing to do this weekend. Patriots, no play. I get to watch all four games. No pre- or post-game show. Life is good, JJ. Good to talk to you, man. Mud, it's got to be weird, right? The Patriots are sitting home come divisional round time, and for you to be doing radio up in Boston, and for this time of the year to be the postmortem, I mean, my goodness, this got to be like an alternate universe, huh? The postmortem when the end of the story ends with them losing to Fitzpatrick and Tannehill, the Dolphins and the Titans, and then after the story's over, oh, by the way, your quarterback is probably going to play somewhere else. So it has been a surreal four days or five days uh, since the loss on Saturday, because they got knocked out earlier than people expected. I don't think anyone thought it was a Super Bowl team, but people thought they'd be facing Kansas City this week. And instead, we've had to start the Brady stuff early. And that's what it's been really since the aftermath of the game, a little bit of time on the game Monday itself, but it has been Brady. What's next for Brady? And it has been nonstop since Saturday night. Mo, when would you say the moment hit you that you realized this Patriot team just was not going to be championship caliber? For me... It was the Kansas City game. I remember it well. It was in December. You had the great Brady scramble. It looked like it was going to be an epic Patriot comeback win. They don't put it in the end zone. They looked vulnerable all year. So that point in time was like eye-opening to me. You're around it. You see them each and every day. When did it hit you that the Patriots this year were not going to be a team that was playing deep into January? It, it would it sealed it with the Dolphins game, and, and I think the, the issue around here, JJ, was that remember last year they weren't very good down the stretch, and then they put this run together at the end of the year, and they ran the football, it became a power running team, and it took them to a Super Bowl. And so, admittedly, I didn't have a lot of hope, but I thought with the Buffalo win late in the year, you played well against Buffalo. Brady looked good, defense looked good, and so if you take care of Miami, you've got the bye. And you're going to be at home for a divisional game. And you can envision at least an AFC title game. But when they gave up a 13-play, 75-yard drive to freaking Ryan Fitzpatrick at home 
in a game that Bill Belichick called a playoff game. I mean, that, that for me was, was it. And I, I, I probably, uh, I knew that was it for them to even go to the AFC title game at that point. But I held on because, remember, they did it a year ago in a weird fashion. But you can't lose to Flores and Fitzpatrick at home and think they had any sort of shot. And that was sort of it. But, I, you know, the, the Tennessee game, you know, offensively, when they couldn't get in first and goal at the one, you thought this would be a tough game. And eventually they weren't good enough offensively. And that's, that's on Belichick. That's in the front office. I, I know people are killing Brady, not like he used to be the national story is Brady, 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 Cliff, Cliff, Cliff. I think the talent around him this year is putrid and to the point where, you know, even Julian Edelman's dropping balls in that big playoff game. So for me, it was the Dolphins, but maybe the writing was on the wall before that. All right, Mo, let's get to the million-dollar question going on in Boston. That, of course, the future of Tom Brady. And I understand he's a free agent for the first time in his career. You're hearing about other opportunities that could be out there. I just for the life of me, can't get past the idea of Brady leaving the Patriots. I just don't buy it. I feel like they'll find a way to make it work. The Patriots need him. He needs the New England Patriots. You know this team very, very well. You know the situation. Has Tom Brady played his last game as a New England Patriot? And is Tom Brady going to be playing somewhere else? I don't. I think he's gone. Uh, I thought that way for a while. And it's a weird spot because it's such a layered conversation. The, the money is a big part of it, and, and, and the money gets like a popsicle headache with the dead money that he's owed next year, and it could escalate and blah, blah, blah. The bigger thing now, we had I had Jeff Darlington ESPN on, and he is really tied into the, the Brady camp. And you know he, he reported over the weekend for ESPN and said tonight on my show that you know, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, he you kind of alluded to like a marriage counseling. They've been together forever. they got to sit down and get on the same page. And the thing that Brady wants, J.J., is he wants assurances that the team is going to put a big, uh, at least a good, talented offense around him. I don't think he wants to pick the players. I don't think he wants to go to the draft room. But he wants an assurance that I'm not going to get stuck with Matt Lacoste and Ben Watson and Jacoby Myers in big spots this year. And if you're Bill Belichick, you know, can you assure that to Brady if you're trying to sign him before the free agency period? If you're Brady, do you trust him? Because you told Brady this year you'd give him talent, and we saw what happened outside of one glorious week out with Antonio Brown. He was not the player that he expected to be. So I think when it comes down to it, there's going to be a parting of the ways. He's going to get a great offer elsewhere, a sweetheart deal, a lot of money, opportunity to be part of the conversation offensively. And the the breakup happens this year unless Kraft steps in late. But my gut feeling on January 10th, that end of the weekend here, divisional weekend, is Tom Brady is indeed, like you said, in a different uniform next season. Mike Matansky, WEI, the host of Monday Night. Twofold now. You got Brady playing somewhere else. Where's he going? Then you get to the Patriots angle. Where are they turning to? For the next quarterback, you've heard Andy Dalton. You've heard other veteran names. Do they turn to a guy like Jared Stidham? So where is Brady's next stop if indeed he's leaving? Then second of all, who's starting for the Patriots next year? All right, you can't hold me to this because this, this is this is too far out. Give, give me the Miami Dolphins. Stephen Ross, I guess a while. This is an early, early, early lead. Uh, we'll see how it pans out in a couple months. The Dolphins, from this standpoint, Stephen Ross, the Michigan guy, owns them. He loves, you know, he loves the Hollywood. He likes the 
the owners who are, are famous. He likes the glitz and glamour, and no one would be more glitz and glamour than Tom Brady, a quarterback, for a couple of years. They got $98 million in cap space, and if Brady really wants, as, as Darlington and Tommy Kern locally reported, he wants to you know, have a little say here offensively, they can say to him, hey, Tom, you can pick some offensive guys. Convince Gronk to come back. Uh, go get Antonio Brown. We'll go get Hunter Henry, who's a free agent, or one of the free agent wide receivers. And so financially they got the cash. Uh, he likes Brian Flores. And I just think from like a long shot standpoint, that's where I put a couple bucks. And don't forget that TV 12 brand, his, his brand when he stops playing, that Miami audience uh, would like that TB 12 brand. If it's not Brady in New England, I would go Stidham. And look, I heard, you know, some big name NFL guys bring up Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton will make me vomit. I don't want to see that guy in the red, the, the Patriots uniform. Strip it down to the bones. Give it to Stidham. Don't go middle ground. Second year guy or draft a guy uh, and go really low end like somebody like Blake Bortles for a year or two. But the Andy Dalton, the the, the middle tier, upper tier backup quarterback, you know, been through, been there, done that quarterback. That thing makes no sense to me. So to me, it's Brady or Stidham if I had my choice. All right, Mutt. You know what the big news is here in New York City. Joe Judge, yes, Joe Judge is the next head coach of the New York football giants. We know he was the special teams coordinator with the Patriots, worked under Nick Saban, worked under Bill Belichick. That said, I didn't hear a soul mentioning him as a possibility to be a head coach. So I ask you, my friend, when you found out Joe Judge was coming to New York, is that something you would have expected, I don't know, 72 hours ago? Uh, I would not have believed you. I would have said you're reading, it's a sports onion story, JJ, get off that website. Because Joe Judge, even in New England, I don't think was the favorite to get the job. It was McDaniels, who's still waiting to get a job. And you know, Joe Judge is a guy in his mid-30s who we found out, we didn't know this, but we found out last couple of days, Belichick loves him. And Belichick, according to the story in the Post, and a lot of the guys there in New York had it, you know, better than the people had it here. Belichick called the Giants and gave a great recommendation, and apparently that was enough. And you tell me, it feels like it was a domino effect that when they lost out on Rule, they started freaking out they're going to lose out on Judge to Mississippi State. McDaniels had an issue last year because Gettleman, and apparently he and Gettleman weren't going to be on the same page, and he wanted to bring in his own GM. It feels like they panicked and took the next best guy available on their list in case they didn't get McDaniels. But, I mean, a huge, huge shocker. He was a special teams coach. And the part-time wide receivers coach here in New England. And the wide receivers stunk this year. So, I don't know much about him. Belichick loves him. I guess he won the press conference today watching the clips. But, huge, huge surprise. Absolutely nuts that he's the head coach of the Giants. Okay, Mutt. Now we have yet another disciple of Bill Belichick finding his way to a head coaching position. You've seen them all. From the real bad, like Charlie Weiss and Romeo Cronell. Not exactly equipped to be NFL head coaches. We've seen what Brian Flores has been able to do in Miami. He's been quite good. Bill O'Brien has been so-so. So, I'm curious to get your take on how you feel about Patriots assistance. I used to think that a good majority of them would not translate. And I think the biggest thing for these assistants moving forward when you leave New England is that you can't try and be Bill Belichick, that you have to be your own head coach and you have to be your own person. We heard Joe Judge really get into detail describing a lot of that in his opening presser. So do you buy the idea that no Patriot assistant has a chance of escaping that cocoon and being successful? 
Or do you look at O'Brien and Flores and you say, wow, maybe that tide is starting to turn. You got to look at it almost by a case-by-case basis. Yeah, and I think you hit the, the major point. Don't try to be Belichick. You know, there were reports that when McDaniels went to Denver the first time, try to be too much like Bill. Uh, Matt Patricia called out a media member in Detroit this past year for, for slouching at a press conference. I just try, some of these guys try to be Bill. And I, I, I give credit to someone like Flores who took his own attitude there to Miami, like you said. And I think Josh, J.J., I, I, if he gets the Cleveland job, and he should, he's the best candidate, Josh is going to be a different guy the second time around, just like Bill was. I mean, Bill, Bill didn't completely fail in Cleveland, but that didn't end, up, end well. He had to have Parcells give him the job as like a secondary coach here to sort of restart his career after the Cleveland debacle. So I think the second time, you make mistakes in life. That's part of life, guys. That's what happens. So I think McDaniels, the second time around, is going to be a good coach. And I'm with you. I'm not going to lump them all together. The record's not great. I understand if you look at it as a whole – but I, I think that there is an ability for some of these guys that don't want to be Bill, especially Josh the second time, to go be successful. And the college guys, for sure. Kirk Ferentz, coach of Bill, he's been great. Uh, we know Nick Saban made the greatest college coach of all time. So I mean, college a little bit different. But, I, yes, I believe the uh, Joe Judge, if he tries to you know, do his own thing, all indications are they loved him here. So I, you know, he's a wild hire. He's outside the box. But you know, I, I look forward to seeing how it plays out in New York. So what's the deal with Josh McDaniels? I figured once he spurned the Indianapolis Colts and left them at the altar that he would be waiting for Belichick to leave, that he was being groomed and being set up to be the heir apparent. But yet, he's looking to interview a bunch. I mean, we've seen it throughout this coaching cycle. What is the sense you get with McDaniels? Is he in it for the long haul with New England, waiting out Bill? Or do we look at Josh McDaniels with the Cleveland job now being open as the guy's looking to get out of there? No. Uh, I think if there was a thought. See, when, when he left the Colts, my whole thing was they must have told them but that Bob Kraft and Jonathan Kraft, who owned the Patriots, told them, you're the next guy. You're gonna, you're, the only reason you leave a team at the altar like that and make yourself look really bad in the NFL is if you've got another job lined up. Well, it turns out he got paid a boatload of money, and he never felt comfortable in Indy. And so now, Bill, Bill Belichick, he's not going anywhere. He has a contract that allows him to get paid a lot of money. Uh, we don't know what the official number is, but it's a lot of money. And just full reign over the team. He's locked in. His kids coach was with him there. He's trying to get to that Don Shula win total. He's not going anywhere. So I, I used to think that for, for a hot minute that Josh was going to take over. And now I'm convinced that Josh realizes, like we all do, Bill's anchored in. He's not going anywhere. And I think if Cleveland, you know, shows him some respect and, and, and says, here's how we're going to do things, screwed X, Y, and Z up, but we're going to let you come in and run your program, I think he takes the Cleveland job if, if things line up that way. If not, he's back in New England for a year, and then next year, like it always happens, six more coaches fired. You know, Minnesota realizes Mike Zimmer's not the guy, or Jacksonville, they get rid of Marone. There'll be other jobs next year for him. But if Cleveland, if Cleveland lines up, I think he takes that job at some point this weekend. Mutt, before we get you out of here, I don't know if the audience here in New York is aware of this, but a tall, skinny New York radio host found his way up to Boston less than a year ago and did a couple of shows with you and had some fun over at WEI. So we know I have a little bit of a thick accent. We know that I wear my New York emotions on my sleeve. What were the folks up in Boston over at WEI saying about 
this guy coming in and do a couple of radio shows with you? Uh, I think the, they, they love the accent. They're like, boy, it doesn't sound like New York at all. Can't tell what this guy's from. Uh, nice. And he's really low energy. Where's this guy's energy? Why is he just, where's the juice? Come on now. What, this guy's a slow talker. He's quiet. What the heck's going on? So they, they loved you in Boston. We loved having you on the show. Uh, that was you know, back when I was doing mornings back in the day. Now we're back at nights, but we loved having you on. And the people in Boston will get you on a mud at night when the next big uh, New York story breaks, and people are going to hear it again and hear the high energy and get you going. Let's go. Mutt, you know what, brother? We got to set up the simulcast at some point. Maybe me up in Boston, you down here in New York. So keep kicking ass, taking names, doing all that good stuff. And, oh, by the way, are the Red Sox going to be dumb enough to trade one of the best players in all baseball in Mookie Betts? Yes, because they don't want to let him walk. I mean, he's, he's walking at the end of the year. What would you rather do? Would you let him walk for a second round pick? You're not. You're not. You're not paying a a. a and I want to say you only you should only pay power hitters now. This is another. This is we'll save for baseball, but they should only pay power hitters in baseball. And Mookie Betts is not a lock to hit thirty home runs every year going forward. For, real quick, I, get get me out on this, please. Who's your lock for the weekend? I I'm, I went two and two oh, last week. I need a winner. Who's the brutal. winner? I mean, much to be honest, you should go the other way. Considering I went one and three last week, and Ooh. the only ha- game I had was the Texan miracle to start off wild card weekend. <laughs> I love the Vikings this week. I-, I think they're playing great. I think they got nothing to lose. I think San Francisco's defense is vulnerable. I think that's a game. Minnesota plus the seven for you that much. Okay, well, I'll be watching you on TV. We'll hear you on the radio. Good. I hope the picks are good this weekend, and uh, enjoy the playoffs, man. Good talking to you. Much appreciated, Mutt. That's Mike Matansky, the host of Mud at Night over at WEI in Boston. Really good perspective. Patriots, what's going on there? Going to be a very interesting couple weeks. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.